Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Go Do Podcast. Uh, sorry for the rough intro. I promise you I'll get better at this, but I'll jump right into it and tell you what you have to know. So the purpose of this podcast is to interview the people um, that we find interesting, first of all, but also to ask them the question, who in your life made you go and do something? It could be start a business, it could be something artistic, it could be something creative, it could be anything anything in the world. But there's always someone who said, don't overthink it, just go and do it. From there, we'll interview people, then the person we just interviewed is going to take the microphone and interview the person who made them go and do it. And the hope is that they go and take the next person and the next person. And by the end of it, we're going to see how big this network can get of people encouraging others to go and do and see all the amazing things that they've accomplished with that. So that's the idea for the, the podcast. So for our first guest is someone that we really admire is Krista Ross. So Krista is the CEO of the Fredericton Chamber of Commerce. And she's just really amazing. She's a connector. Um, that's really what she strives to be is welcoming people to our community, asking them who they need to meet, and then making that happen. And you'll hear about it in the pod in the podcast. But she's got some really great insight on how to be a better listener, how to make people um, succeed around you. And by doing so, you inherently succeed. There's a lot of great stuff in there. So without further ado, I present to you Krista Ross. think one important lesson that I learned early on in my career, and we're hearing it a lot now, um, is lift while you rise. Live while you rise? Lift while you rise. And what I mean by that is, as, you're, as your career is progressing, there are people that help you along the way, but you have to make sure that you're helping people as well. So as you are... Um, as, as your career is progressing and as you're doing better and as you are, um, you know, maybe being more influential or gathering a greater network or um, growing your your brand and your profile, that you're bringing people with you. Um, too many times people can get focused on their own growth and development, but in, in my opinion and in my experience, the more that I have tried to help others to better their experience and to for their business to improve, the better things have gone for me as well. So lift as you rise. What What's something you're paying attention to in terms of like community pulse that you think is going to be a big deciding factor in the next decade? Um, one thing that I think that we need to look at everything through the lens of these days is immigration. We know that our community is going to expand um, by about a thousand people per year for the next <laughs> for the next foreseeable future, but up to at the very least up to 2030 is what they're predicting a thousand people a year. So we need to make sure that everything we do in our community is looked at through the lens of making our community welcoming for newcomers um, and 
the ability for people to come home to Fredericton, come home to New Brunswick, who have perhaps moved away for, for school or for business opportunities. Um, if we are to grow, we can't have immigration be a silo apart from everything else. It has to be the lens that, through which we look at everything. And I would compare that to, to IT. IT used to be sort of a, a sector of its own. And now, IT is the backbone of every single thing we do. It doesn't matter whether you have a hairdressing shop where your business is actually with your with your hands cutting hair or, or providing uh, service to clients, but your appointment system and your ordering system and your inventory, everything has a backbone of IT. Um, so we used to think, oh, we need an IT person, but now everybody's an IT person because we all have to be able to operate in a digital world. So it's the same with immigration. We can't say, okay, we've got to have an immigration program. We have to be newcomer friendly. Our whole community and everything we do has to make it easier and better for newcomers to look at. So that would be something that I think all of us need to be looking at. Um, newcomers sometimes tell me, we work a lot with newcomers at the Chamber of Commerce, and they tell me that everybody in Fredericton is very friendly and very nice and is wonderful to make conversation, but they find it a bit challenging to get involved um, and make new friends, um, like real friends, the friends that invite you over for dinner on Friday night. Um, and it's not that people aren't nice and friendly and welcoming, it's just that it's hard for them to make those deeper connections, and that's what we as a community need to do. We need to include newcomers in our, in our friend circle, and in our work circles, and in all the things that we do, whether it be, you know, people who are involved in volunteer work or, or, you know, schools, that sort of thing, is making sure newcomers are included in everything that we do because they are the future of our community. What advice would you give for people who are just starting off and are using a lot of people to come up? Um, I think that it's really important to try to get a good network around you and your network needs to be sort of a multi-generational network. You need your own peers and you need people that are um, more uh, further along in their career, more seasoned in their careers. You need those people in your in your network. But again, getting back to the concept of lift while you rise, make sure that you're helping someone that's um, maybe not as far along as you. Even if you're just starting out, there's always someone who hasn't had the experience that you've had. So, um, you know, the broader you can make your network, in addition to making it broad, though, it has to be meaningful. You can't just um, have a Rolodex, right? It's not just about, um, you know, getting people's names in your LinkedIn. It's about actually meaningfully connecting with them and trying to figure out what it is with you that I can connect with that might be beneficial to either me or to you sometime in the future. I kind of feel like I'm the luckiest person in Fredericton to have the job that I have because I do have... I think I have a helping mentality. I worked at the chamber for eight years, and I, I really believe that my role was to help businesses, um, whether that be help meet each other, help market their services, or help create a community where they could prosper. Um, and I left that to, um, to own a printing business. But when I went to the printing business, my idea wasn't my job here is to sell printing. I really believed that my job was to help businesses promote and market their business. So I looked at it in a way 
that, you know, what can I do to help this business? Maybe sometimes I didn't actually have a product that they needed. Maybe I needed to refer them. But by referring them to what they really did need or by helping them to make really efficient and cost-effective choices, I think I became a, a better resource to them and they trusted me. Um, and it's about building trust in those relationships and I think it's the same now that I've come back to the chamber and I've been here for seven years. I mean, it's about building trust so that business people feel they can trust me or trust the chamber with their information, with their concerns, um, and it makes them want to help other businesses as well, right? Yeah. So. Like the idea you're not in the printing business, you're in the promotional yeah. business. Yeah. Right? Like you're not in the I actually, business improvement, you're in the, the Community building. Yeah, and I feel, like, I feel like the chamber is all about building our community and it's not just about the dollars and cents of every business each day. It's about if those businesses can succeed, then they become the community builders that contribute to the art gallery or contribute to the sports teams. Like, it's, it's, it's very cyclical, right? And if those things are there, if we have a good trail system, if we have a great art gallery, if we have um, wonderful sports teams and a great YMCA, then people want to come here and start their business yeah. because it's a great community. So it's it's all very, it's a very supportive network and it's very cyclical. Was something in your personal life you've been paying close, closer attention to than usual? <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I have a 12-year-old daughter, <laughs> so I pay a lot of attention to, you know, her social media feeds and, and her friend's social media and um, trying to stay on top of um, 12-year-old lingo and... and uh, I know that recently she told me I said something was lit, which for anybody who doesn't understand what that means, it means it's cool, but actually lit isn't isn't good anymore. So, cool anymore? yeah, it's not cool anymore. And now it's something like I think it's Hank. Hank? Yeah. No. Something like that. <laughs> Frank? <laughs> Let's be Frank. Anyway, there's there are new words. I have to catch up on that lingo. <laughs> that, so I have to um, figure out how to stay on top of that, that sort of thing. Hey everyone, it's me again. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please send us a tweet at go do data for good. That's G-O-D-O-D-A-T-A number four, good. And we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, remember to go do good.